Hello and welcome back to the Bears Rant Podcast. It is week three and we are about to preview the game against the Falcons. Well, typically we take a little historical look at what the head coach and quarterback have done against the opponent, but this time they don't have any experience against the Falcons as head coach and quarterback, so we are left to our own devices. Let's go ahead and get into the key things on how to win this game. All right, we're going to switch things up a little bit and go with the keys on defense first. In the rush game, the Falcons are only averaging 3.4 yards per carry, so this could be a really good chance for a get-well game for the Bears' run defense, which has been letting the opponent average 4.2 yards per carry. So, in other words, hopefully this makes it pretty easy for the Bears to make the Falcons one-dimensional. However, that's a double-edged sword. And that is because Matt Ryan loves to pass the ball. He's thrown the fourth most passes this year so far, completing 67.0% of those for six touchdowns. The good news is Ryan isn't a threat to run the ball, so that should keep them in the pocket and keep them one-dimensional, not really having to worry about the run game. But it's not just Ryan loving to pass the ball. The Falcons have four highly targeted pass catchers three receivers, and a tight end. Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones are two of the best receivers in the game, so it's going to be a tough challenge all day long to cover these guys. The Bears have to find a way to get consistent pass rush all game, even when they don't have all three of their top pass rushers in the, on the field at the same time. Ryan can pick apart a defense, so they have to find a way to disrupt him on every pass play, even if a guy's taking a break. Move him off his spot, force him to throw off balance, and make him throw before he's ready. If they can do this, the Bears have enough playmakers in the defensive backfield to get one to two play uh, takeaways. Between Eddie Jackson and Kyle Fuller, they could easily do that if they can force inaccurate passes by Ryan. On offense, well, the Falcons are the sixth most passed on team and are allowing 77.4% of those passes to be completed. They've given up five passing touchdowns and have gotten no interceptions. And they get, they've given up 10 passing plays of more than 20 yards. So it's fair to expect a highly productive pass game from Trubisky. If he doesn't, then there's problems that need to be solved. In the run game, the Falcons have given up the ninth fewest pa- rushing yards with just over 100 yards per game. But they're allowing their opponents to average 4.1 yards per carry With the Bears 4.2 yards per carry average, that should give them uh, options in the run game pretty much whenever they want them. The Falcons have also given up five rushing touchdowns. So like I just said, the Bears should be able to have success on the ground whenever they want it, but they need to be prepared for a shootout. The Falcons can score in one big hurry. Even so, the Bears should commit to the run probably at least 40% of the time. If they can wear down the Falcons' defense, they can keep their the Falcons' potent offense off the field, which is just as key as getting pressure on Ryan. If he doesn't get a chance to be on the field, he can't score points, right? In the past game, Mitch needs to continue to build on last week, continue that good footwork and ball placement, and he needs to challenge the sticks deep. As I mentioned, the Falcons are giving up big pass plays. In fact, only the Dolphins have given up more big pass plays. If Mitch is going to have a big game passing this year, it's going to be this game. It's perfect. He's got to take advantage. 
And it's not just Mitch. Robinson and Miller have to get back on track. Trubisky relies on both of them in key situations, especially third down, so they need to start coming through. And speaking of coming through, Graham needs to be in that mix as well. He disappeared for a lot of the game last week. He's got to be front of mind all the time and be available, as well as the other receivers, but those three guys especially. All right, it's prediction time, and like I said at the top of the podcast, there is no recent history between these teams, so I've got to rely on my gut. I can't remember the last time the Bears had an all-around complete game on offense and defense. They had a great quarter in Game 1, a great half in Game 2. I'm thinking they can put together three good quarters this time, but I don't know that it'll be enough. The Falcons are averaging 32 points a game while giving up 39. The Bears are only averaging 22 points a game on offense while giving up 18. I think in the end the Bears are going to keep the Falcons under 30, but I don't think that they'll be able to keep up in the end. I predict Bears 24, Falcons 27. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to be celebrating 3-0, but I think the Bears walk away after Sunday at 2-1. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next time when we'll recap the game. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong in a big way. We'll find out next week.